You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We will get into... Jalen Brunson! Jalen Brunson! I don't even like that, the roll call, that that type of chant for a player, but it fits here. So I'll get into that because I'm all pumped up about that. But we begin... We begin with the Yankees. It's so toxic in New York. The fans and media are so brutal. I can't play there. Please get me out. This, of course, in reference to Andy Martino's column on SNY.TV, which is getting a lot of play today, and rightfully so, that more than one Yankee player has told his agent that playing at the stadium last weekend was unusually brutal. Oh, I can't take it. <laughs> I mean, where where have we gone here? What? what? I mean, I, I'm at a loss for words. This is the New York Yankees. I mean, is this my nephew's Little League team? He doesn't really have a Little League team. He plays hockey. But if he did have a Little League team, they'd probably be acting like this. This is your professional baseball player making millions of dollars. You can't handle criticism. You can't handle booze when you get swept away by a superior team. The Yankees were an embarrassment in the series against the Astros, and they're worried about the mistreatment from the fans. Now, I said it after Aaron Judge was booed during the Cleveland series. I thought that was an embarrassment. The fans went a little too far. You can't boo Aaron Judge. He gets, I think he gets a pass for the year. No? I mean, am I wrong on that? He had 62 home runs. He almost won the triple crown. You're going to boo Aaron Judge? That's where you get a little nuts to me. But the rest of them, You fell short again. And the Yankees are funny now. The Yankees have become funny. I told you, they're like the lovable losers. They want all of us to really step back and appreciate the big picture. That they won 99 games and won the division and made the playoffs. Yay, team, go. And in Andy's article, it goes on to say the perception here in New York is different than the perception around baseball in regards to Boone and Cashman. Yeah, maybe the difference is we actually watch them here. We live with it every single day, day in, day out. I can't speak for people around the league, but I know we watch it here. There's a reason why we're saying it's time for a change. I said the same thing last year. It was time for a change with the Yankee organization. And they didn't do anything about it. And what happened this year? Again, they fall flat on their face in the postseason. But, hey, they made the championship series. 
hang a banner. I mean, the Yankees, this is bizarro world. The And then the, they're bringing everybody back. So not only Andy writes this column today about the toxicity amongst the New York Yankees and the organization and players. Oh, they don't want to play here. It's too tough. Oh, the pinstripes are heavy. You know the reason years ago, many years ago, when the Yankees were actually the dominant team in Major League Baseball, the hated team because they spent big, the evil empire, how'd they earn that nickname? Spending big and winning. Many, many years ago when that was the case, they brought in big free agents. You remember that? I know it's hard to imagine. They, you know, multiple big free agents, not one every five years, multiple big free agents. They had a need, best players out there, boom, lock them up. And do you know why those players came to play for the Yankees? Now, do you think that it was because the fans back then were softer? The fans didn't boo? The fans didn't demand as much? Because, I mean, that's what's going to turn people off. I mean, Aaron Judge may not want to be a Yankee anymore because it's so hard to play here. That wasn't in the column, but it was saying that, hey, it is difficult to play in New York, and maybe that would persuade Judge's decision in free agency. But the point is, fans were just as harsh back then. Maybe there wasn't social media, sure. But you know what? You can control social media. Don't go on it, you knuckleheads. If you can't take it, get off of it, like I did. I don't read the comments anymore. What, you tell me players can't do that? Oh, and by the way, if I didn't need to have social media for work, I wouldn't. If you're on the New York Yankees, you don't need it. I know you want to slide in those DMs, but my goodness, you can keep that to Instagram. There's no negativity on Instagram, or at least not as much as it is on Twitter. Get off Twitter if that's part of it. That's number one. Number two, it was always like that. In New York, it's always like that. Jets, Giants, Knicks, Mets, Yankees, doesn't matter. You play poorly, you don't get the job done, the ultimate goal, you get booed. It's hard here. That's why it's not made for everybody. But the players came here. Why? Why did they ever come here? Hmm. Because it's such a tough place to play. So it wasn't that it was easier to play. It wasn't that the crowd was softer or the media was softer. So what could the reason have been that players would want to play for the Yankees? Oh, yeah. They used to give the most money to the players. That's how the Yankees... Oh, that's how everybody gets players. But the Yankees did it better than everybody. So the idea that it's too hard to play here and it's a turnoff to certain players and guys don't want to be here, bull crap. I heard the same thing about the Mets for years. Obviously, it's different where the Mets didn't have the money or weren't willing to spend the money to bring in big free agents. But it was, oh, it's a negative, toxic environment. The organization is a joke and blah, 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 blah. Why would he ever want to come play for the Mets? Enter Max Scherzer. Money talks. So I'm not buying the idea that a few players who went and cried to their agents about getting booed are going to run out of New York and nobody else is ever going to sign with the Yankees because it's so hard to play there. Look, you win in New York, you are a legend. You win somewhere else, the majority of places, it's irrelevant. And maybe players like irrelevancy. Good, then get out. If you can't make it here, get out. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's up to you.
Don't blame us. It's up to you. New York, New York. Play it, Frank. Blaming the media. Blaming the fans. Oh, that's rich. The organization lacks accountability. Their players, not everybody individually, but as a whole, lack accountability. The manager doesn't hold players accountable. Nobody holds the GM accountable. The manager doesn't hold players accountable. Well, there's no accountability. So the fans, so the media, the players are trying to hold the fans and media accountable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's on us. All right. We're the ones who got the Yankees swept away by the Astros. And we're the ones who are in the wrong because we actually want to see the Yankees get back to, you know, this is where it's BS. I am as harsh a critic as anybody. Even I said, you don't have to win the World Series this year. I'll give you a pass. Just get there. And they couldn't even do that. Because they went from being the big, bad, evil empire, pinstripes, 27 championships, ruling everything, to the Bronze Bombers. They are the Bronze Bombers. They've earned that nickname now. Started out a joke, it became reality. It's pathetic what's gone on with the Yankees. Oh, how could you say it's pathetic? They won the division and won 99 games. Or this is the Yankees. How could you say we're pathetic? We won the division and won 99 games. Yeah, you got lucky in doing that because look at the way you played the second half of the year. Clearly, you weren't what you were to start the year. You were more the team in the second half of the season. That's what I saw in the postseason. The reality was that's what you were more like as opposed to the aberration of the first couple of months of the season. That's the problem. You want to rewind it a little bit further? You didn't do anything in the offseason that made fans believe you were going to close the gap with the Astros and actually be better. The only reason why I even thought it was possible the Yankees would get to a World Series because I'm brainwashed because I lived through the 90s where they didn't lose. The reality is I have to get with the times here. They're not the same team. They don't spend big anymore, or they don't spend bigger than anybody else. The New York Yankees have the third highest payroll. Where they used to have the first highest payroll, or the highest payroll, by a lot. Not anymore, they don't. And we as fans are supposed to accept it? What are they going to do to get better this year now? Boone's back, Cashman likely back. So where are they going to upgrade? There's talk about them losing Judge. The Giants apparently will not be outbid. The Dodgers are going to get involved. Imagine the Yankees losing their best player in free agency. If this were the old Yankees, he'd be locked up already. It just continues to get even more embarrassing by the Yankees. Making excuses with the roof open, the wind, the exit velo. Oh, it's not you guys. You're right. It's not you guys. It's us. It's the wind. It's the bad luck. It's the media. It's the fans. We're too harsh. Look, hang a banner. Call it number 27 and a half. AL East champs. Another league championship appearance. 27 and a half now. We can, can we count that? Maybe we could count that here. Brian Cashman himself 
And this is why I like Cashman. Now, again, I think it's time for a change because they need a new voice, but this is why I like Cashman. He said it himself, whatever we do means nothing without a championship. He knows. He's been here long enough. He knows the deal. Why can't somebody just come out and say the way that Jeter would, it's a failure? And I mean, I know Judge said a little bit, but I want to hear it from the hierarchy. And I don't want to hear about players whining about the booze. Again, not every year is equal, but this is now year six of this run, or you know, since 2017. That was a 2017 was a great season for them, even though it fell short of a World Series. That was a great season. This now, many years later, with this same group not being able to get over the hump, it's a failure. There's no other way to put it. Whether you want to take each year individually or a culmination of the years, they have failed by not getting to or winning a World Series. They have failed in the construction of their team. They have failed in the performance, in developing players, whether it's Gleyber Torres, Gary Sanchez, Frazier, and Duhar, you name it. They have failed. Sonny Gray, Michael Pineda, James Paxton. They have failed. They have failed in not trading or not going all in at the trade deadline. Holding on to those prospects. That better pan out. Volpe and Dominguez and Cabrera and Peraza. Well, they better be the next core four. Uh, we don't want to trade everybody for Castillo. We could have him, but you know what? We like uh, Volpe too much, so we'd rather go get Frankie Montas. Well, how'd that work out for you? So it's all about the prospects then, right? So then why isn't Gleyber Torres a superstar by now? What happened to Gary Sanchez and the other ones that we mentioned? And then why would I believe that any of the next guys are going to be any good? When you told me that these guys were can't miss. It's one thing after another. But bringing Cashman and Boone back is one thing. Not going out there and spending the way that they used to spend to fix the problems is another thing, and that's an issue. But the idea that now it gets out there that players are talking about a toxicity problem where we're the ones to blame because we shouldn't we should be appreciating that the Yankees won a division. That's an even bigger problem than I thought. And the whole organization, we said it yesterday, and it plays true again today, they've become tone deaf. And that's why the Yankee fan is angry. And every time it seems somebody within the Yankee organization makes a decision or opens their mouth, it seems to get the Yankee fans even more angrier. They don't like the manager. They're tired of the general manager. They're not happy with where the payroll is at or the spending is at. The performance in the playoffs is unacceptable. And the Yankees are like, hey, we gave you a division title. What more do you want? The Yankees. The Yankees were the first to say, we here are about the World Series. World Series are bust. Right or wrong, that's the New York Yankees. They built that expectation that they now cannot live up to. Things done changed. 
and I know this, the Mets will spend, and now the results may not be there, but the Mets will spend and do whatever it takes to win. Under Steve Cohen, that has been proven. They will spend and try to build a winner. They did. They won 100 games this year. And you can say, oh, I'll hang a banner. Yeah, but for them, that's a big deal. Different expectations. I don't know that the Yankees are going to do what it takes to get this team to be a winner. And as a matter of fact, they're so far from the Astros, I don't know how. I don't even think spending is going to be the answer. They need multiple things to happen. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.